Welcome to AM Best Audio. Today we have Himavant Mulgu. He is uh, with Aon. He is currently the uh, Director, Impact Forecasting for Asia Pacific. Thanks for joining us today, Himavant. Um, even the title sounds interesting there, Impact Forecasting. Could you just to uh, give us some insight on your role, but what that actually means in terms of benefit for the clients and how that plays out. Yep, thank you for having me. Uh, Impact Forecasting essentially is a catastrophe model developers team which sits within Aon yes. and our remit is to develop catastrophe models to help insurers, reinsurers to make better decisions and give them clarity and confidence in underwriting uh, catastrophe risk. So we have a breadth of models across the globe. Uh, we model about 12 pedals. We have uh, over 135 colleagues uh, working on developing these models. So effective reinsurance strategies, uh, exposure management, underwriting strategies, risk-based underwriting. So we provide tools and software and data to make those decisions possible. So it, it if you could further expand on that, so that's, if you like, quantifying and measuring what the risk of these catastrophes were to occur, and, and that then, by design, helps influence not just the insurers and reinsurers, but helps design those insurers deal with government or asset builders, etc. Is that part of what the process is? That is one of the byproducts of catastrophe modelling. So, CAT models can also be used as preemptive risk management tools. Yes. So it could be used by multilateral funding agencies, uh, governments, regulators. So there are many other uh, use cases of catastrophe models, but for the industry, it's mostly on underwriting reinsurance, uh, reinsurance purchase as well as exposure management. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It could be used for mitigation, uh, disaster risk management, sovereign risk transfer. So we do quite a lot of work with multilateral funding agencies like World Bank, uh, right. So yeah. So it's really multi-purpose benefits that, and it's a, a very effective tool. Uh, could you give us some indication, if you like, on current model development and, if you like, timing of releases where there's, a, if you like, new technology, etc., to be shared in the market? Yeah, flood is obviously a major peril in this region, and flood models need to be updated pretty regularly. Yes. And you might have noticed the Malaysian flood event in 2021. And for that time of the year, for that part of western coast of Malaysia, it was an unusual event. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, climate change is very topical. Uh, what are the implications of it? So Malaysia flood is what we are uh, currently working on to roll out an update to our widely used probabilistic model, which, yes. which was built in 2017. So we will be rolling out an update uh, scheduled for December uh, this year. Yes. And we will be adding a climate change component uh, by early May next year. Early May. In, when you say climate change, is are we talking about quantifying and measuring the impact of climate change? So it's more on incorporating the climate change signals into catastrophe models. Okay. So... What a really good point, but what does that actually mean? So whatever models that we develop is using historical data which yes. is giving us a snapshot of what was. Yep. 
and we build extreme value distributions to get an idea about what the future discharges could be and extrapolate from there. But with climate change, some of those relationships can change. So what we do is take global climate models, yes. downscale them, and uh, after downscaling, we calibrate rainfall runoff models yes. and come up with future discharges and incorporate that science back into the flood models. So that gives a view of what the future risk could be mm -hmm. with uh, the same setting of uh, and your exposure could change as well. Yes. Yeah, so these, these, are, these are the advances which were not possible, I would say, maybe five, six years ago. But now the sophistication of tools have increased and hence uh, Aeon is differentiating by building very sophisticated models to help the clients make better decisions. Customize your data experience. BestLink now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company-level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and Sparkline performance histories. Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer ratings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. I'm trying to understand, um, so who's actually involved in that assessment process? So are we using engineers, uh, people who are in, heavily involved in weather forecasting? And I, I acknowledge uh, readily we're talking past tense in how you build up your data, but how do you incorporate that when you're doing your forward forecasting or your impact forecasting, which is your role? Yeah, so uh, the group of colleagues involved is a very big mix actually. So you have hydrologists, you have statisticians, you have programmers, uh, colleagues who are well versed with financial mathematics, yep. uh, probability theory, extreme value theory. It's really comprehensive, it's really isn't it? And, and across all the industry. And, and you also have uh, civil engineers, uh, you also have uh, um, uh, other colleagues in Aeon who are evaluating our models. Uh, and you have similar competencies there as well. So it's a, it's a very data intensive, uh, computationally very exhaustive process. Yes. And it takes about two, two and a half years to build a countrywide flood model. Well, a lot of testing of assumptions, etc. I, I think I read somewhere that you're, you're doing some uh, earthquake, um, not testing, but modeling for, say, South Korea and Japan. Where are we with that? So South Korea and Singapore. And because uh, we have not seen many earthquake events in this part of the world, yes. but uh, especially in South Korea and Singapore, but the potential for a loss is enormous because of the high value exposures. Yes. So it is also good to have an overview about, especially in low seismic settings, yes. what could be a potential um, outcome if an event of such a magnitude occurs. So that, that is part of uh, what we do in catastrophe modeling. So we rolled out a probabilistic model for South Korea yes. and for Singapore, and it includes uh, secondary perils such as liquefaction. Yes, no, understood in the secondary perils. And you're doing other modeling as we speak as well, so it's just not those two projects. You've probably got many projects on the go. So in 2023, uh, the first half of 2024, we are scheduled to either release or in a very advanced stage uh, for about 25 models across right. the globe. 25. And in Asia, we are working on uh, Australia wind, uh, Japan flood, 
and we will soon be starting the India earthquake model as well. So quite a lot going on. A, a fair bit on your plate. Um, look, really appreciate taking the opportunity to have a, a bit of a chat and discussion with you. Is there anything further that you'd like to add or share with us that gives us a little bit further insight to where you're placed at the moment? So uh, I think the industry in terms of uh, quantifying financial impacts of uh, catastrophes and the tools which support it, I think the industry is moving towards greater transparency. Yes. And there is quite a lot of uh, owning the risk aspect as well. Uh, it could be from a regulatory point of view, but more and more you see insurers, reinsurers, uh, financial institutions investing in data and analytics to understand more about uh, where their accumulations are. So that transparency is something which I'm seeing uh, more prevalent mm -hmm. uh, in the last two, three years. And also risk-based pricing, risk-based underwriting, uh, essentially in, in, in territories like Malaysia, Thailand, India, Vietnam, more and more companies are uh, looking at using hazard data, Yes. Uh, using underwriting data, risk maps, at the point of underwriting, yes. as well as uh, at uh, while purchasing reinsurance as well. Yeah. So that consistency in tool sets, yes. having the same tool set for from at the point of underwriting, mm -hmm. right to it, right to the end uh, for reinsurance purchase. Yes. I think we are seeing more streamlined workflows. Yeah. Well, it, it's always been interesting how people describe the severity of economic impact, but a lot of that's to do, if, if you like, inadequate risk management. And, and I was listening to a couple of your comments there, and it's, what I find interesting is governments and the general public are getting tired of one in 100 year events that happen five times in 10 years. So I'm assuming your modelling will actually give them better guidance, as well as the insurance and reinsurance industry, it's actually better for the community. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Look, really appreciate you taking the time. All the best. Look forward to seeing you in 12 months and hopefully there's no cats that you've been working on that come to play. Yeah, this is actually a very uh, quiet year in terms of cat losses. Yes. Uh, on average, I think in the last decade, uh, Touchwood, it remains the same. Yep. It's, it's a, there is little activity, but we are still having about three months to go. Yes. So, yeah, yeah we, Touchwood. <laughs> we, we, we wait till 1 January. Thank you very much. Thank you Good one. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Simple Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.